Hello, 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 party people. Happy, happy week after Labor Day. How is everybody? Welcome to three tips on how to prioritize yourself and your goals with your girl, Ashley. I'm so glad that you're here. So we're going to kind of just dive right on into this because um, it's going to be a good in-depth podcast. It's really going to give you a lot of information. So I kind of want to just jump right in. So a question that I've been asked frequently is, how do you do it all, Ashley? Right? We've probably all heard those kind of notions. How do you seem to have it all together? It's a pretty generic question that people ask when it seems like the person that they are seeing or talking to does more than they do, right? Or when they are comparing themselves to other people and feeling like they themselves don't do enough or have enough. So on this episode, we are going to talk about how to mentally focus on the items that you want to accomplish in life and how to put our 100% effort into these things without feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or taking on too much at one time. I'm sure everybody out there is like nodding their heads like, dude, I take on way more than I can even handle. We've all been there. So as a society, we try to juggle all of the things that we want for not only just our personal selves, but for our homes, home lives, jobs, families, friends, and do each of these things at 100% strength. We want to be at our best for each person and not neglect any of it, but we end up burnt out, overwhelmed, and putting ourselves last. We want to work, improve at our jobs, take our kids to activities, school functions, make dinner every night, journal, lose weight, work out, save money, go on vacations, be the best, quote, me that I can be. We want to have side hustles, do sports and hobbies, keep a tidy house, all while doing each of these things at 100%. And if we don't, we get down on ourselves, we get burnt out, and we're already giving up. Anyone been there? Yeah. I, you know, this was sort of where I've been at. And so I was like, I need to, I need to sit down and focus on this, right? I need to figure out how to get where I want to be. I have to remind myself that I am one person, I am human, and I can't possibly take the weight of the world on my shoulders and show up and nail each of these goals every single time. So I'm going to give you guys three tips on how you can start to prioritize yourself and the goals that you have in mind. So tip number one, first, you need to sit down and make the list of goals and prioritize that you um, and priorities that you have for yourself. Write it down on paper or type it in your notes on your phone, uh, type it on your computer. Things such as losing weight, working out, getting more sleep, cooking dinner every night, having a routine with house chores, leveling up at work drinking more water, whatever those goals look like for you. To me, this is the very most important step here. Once you have them down on paper at the bottom, you need to make a numbered list, say like one through five and put them in order by priority. Which tasks, hopefully you being at the very top of that list, do you want to accomplish at 100% on any given day? Which tasks or goals are most meaningful to you? And only you can decide that, right? It's different for every person. Visually seeing these goals will help you to categorize them in your mind. It will make these goals stand out more on the forefront if you see them actually written out or typed out. 
You need to regularly review these tasks. This is going to help you ingrain them in your brain and you are less likely to avoid putting them off, which ultimately leaves you feeling accomplished. So whenever I do this and I always get a rush of endorphins that seem to flood to my brain, making me already feel like I'm moving in the right direction and crossing things off the list. I am that type of person that has lists for lists for lists, and I love to type them out, write them down, cross them off as I go, and it fuels me to get those things accomplished because I can cross them off the list, okay? I will also put them on post-it notes or set alarms in my phone for the first few weeks so that you are consistently reminded and they are constantly in your face. Remember, if this is something that you want to do, that you really want, you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone and actually put in the work. Boom. You, what? You actually have to do the work. It's crazy how that works. You actually have to make it a priority. And until you make it that daily thing that you just get up and you do. So for example, for me, struggling, struggling, struggling with working out, being consistent, uh, you know, working out not just to lose weight, right, but to change my mindset and my body in a way that will build it to what I want it to be. I want it to be stronger. It's not always a focus on always wanting it to lose weight, but I digress. And But the point here is getting up and saying every morning at 7.30 when Harlan gets on the bus, I am going to go in there and do my 45 minutes and then I'm going to drink my collagen as I'm getting in the shower, right? I created this habit by doing it over these last few weeks and now it's just ingrained, but I had to remind myself, do this, put your workout clothes on before you get up or as you get up. Don't just stay in your pajamas until you take the kid out to the bus and then you come in and you're like, "Mm, sitting on the couch seems like a much better plan. So I've ingrained that in me by putting my workout clothes on when I get up, having my water bottle filled in in the fridge ready and it's cold, getting my other water bottle for my workout and putting it on the elliptical so when I take Harlan out there, I come in, my shoes are on, my workout clothes are on, I do my workout, I pour my collagen, I get into the shower and then I start my day. But it is something as small as that that is going to take routine, okay? So step two, Um, Or tip number two, our thoughts can make our lives so much harder than it needs to be. So there's this pattern of thinking that we call an all or nothing thinking. This is when we think in black or white, yes or no, good or bad. Believing that things need to be put into categories and that there is no in between one or the other. It is when we can't accept that it can be both right? It can be both good and bad, black or white, want, you know, this way or that way. It makes life so much harder. It makes our emotions more extreme than they need to be. It makes us feel that fight or flight when it comes to our daily tasks. It can be this all, all of this or none of this. And I am never going to look the way I want because I don't have the time to work out or eat healthy. I will never be able to cook dinner like Karen every single night because I have to run the kids to sports and I work until six. Or I'm never going to be able to take my kids on vacation because I will never have the extra money. When you have this idea of extremes, it keeps you from being able to have your emotions and sit in the middle. 
So I am a habitual rule breaker when it comes to this, which got me thinking, how can I fix this mindset? So if you are someone who struggles with black and white thinking, I challenge you to think about these things. You can be okay and also need help. So there is this notion that something is wrong with us if we ask for help. We cannot take on every single task every day alone. Whether that be asking a partner, a friend, or a family member, we no longer will feel overwhelming frustration when we can't do it on our own. There should be no guilt or shame when it comes to asking for help, okay? You can also accept your body the way it is and still want to change it. Let me read that again. Let me, let me, let me say that again for you guys. You can accept your body the way that it is and still want to change it. That when I was kind of doing some research here for this podcast, that in particular was a new wave for me. That in particular said to me, holy cannoli. So what I'm saying is you can love the body that you were born into and accept it. And still say, but I really, you know, I just maybe don't love my nose or my arms are a little, you know, jiggly, right? But I could still love this body and still want to change it or improve it. You can feel okay in your body and improve it with diet or exercise. You do not need to feel bad about accepting the body that way it is, The way that it is. It doesn't mean that you will love everything about it, but no longer rejecting your body. We can be kind to our bodies and not shame them and be open to change that will give you the mental clarity to work towards the goals you have for your body. But being okay with the body you have right now. Loving your body that you're in and being uncomfortable in it are two different things. You can love this body you have for all its flaws and beauty, but sometimes feel uncomfortable in it. This, again, will keep from the extremes of feeling really great when your body looks good and feeling really negative when you don't feel as comfortable in it. It allows you to sit in the middle. This mental mindset of living in the middle will give you the space to be able to work through several goals because you know that you're not putting the pressure on yourselves for it to be all or nothing. You can still give your full effort and put your best foot forward to complete the tasks at hand, but knowing that if you don't complete it, you don't have to beat yourself up about it and be in an extreme emotion around it. You reset, reorganize, refocus, and start again. Tip number three. So implementation of said goals is your third step here. We've talked about how do we establish those goals, right? What do we do with them? We talked about the mental, emotional thought process around them. And now we actually have to do the damn thing. We have to implement it. Now that you have it written down on paper or typed in your phone, you are working on the mindset of these goals. You actually have to do the do. This is where a lot of you have gotten but have never followed through, right? 
Yeah, me too. So it's easy to say you're going to do something like starting a diet Monday or reading that book next week when the day comes. Every excuse in the book happens. Well, not this time, little pesky mind. We're actually going to talk the talk and walk the walk. So I would pick the very first goal on your list and no matter how large or how small, start that goal today. Focus on that goal. Read it. Write it. Speak it out loud. Tell your social circle that this is what you're going to be doing to help keep yourself accountable and start putting in the work to make it happen. When it comes to that social circle thing, some of you may say like, oh yeah, you know what, that's really helpful. Some of you might say, like I used to say, if I keep telling them that I'm going to do X and I don't do X, I do this all the time. I feel silly doing that. Well, maybe then you don't tell your social circle, right? Maybe you just tell yourself and repeat it to yourself until you just show the action. Start chipping away at that goal with one small thing in a day, for instance. So if you want to start a side hustle, so today you're going to do the research and find which company or business you want to be a part of. Then the next day you're going to make contacts, learn more about the product or industry and talk it over with someone special. After that, maybe you continue research start, and then start that side job, whether that be a side uh, business, you pick up a second job, you have a product or um, service in mind that you want to start, but that's not where the job is over. It's actually just beginning. Now is when you have to learn the business, do the work, show up for yourself and your family, show up for yourself and your family. Again, show up for you. That is what this is all about. This is an everyday commitment, but it's relaxed in nature, right? So this should ultimately benefit you and your passion, but not every day is going to be rainbows and unicorns, right? Some days we will fall short of our goals or have distractions, but the best part is we have all the time to keep going. Tomorrow's a new day. Give your mind a break. Give yourself grace. Pull yourself back up tomorrow. Because if you don't, tomorrow may never come and you'll be back in the beginning of this episode. Within these goals could be many subset of goals. So taking weight loss for an example. For me personally, being down 100 pounds, I have different goals than you may, but they all pretty much look the same. I have some things within that category that I want to accomplish, like drinking the gallon of water, cardio and weight training, working on the mental part of food, getting enough rest so that I can get up early to work out, stretching. All of those things make up my final goal, but I can't do all of those things at once or I will get burnt out and end up slacking or quitting altogether. Been there done that. So I will take a few of those things such as a gallon of water, cardio for 30 minutes and mental strategy with good, uh, you know, with good plan. And that will be my goal for the first week. Then the following week, no matter what I accomplished the week prior, whether I did it all or I did none of it will be my water stretching 45 minutes of cardio and still focusing on my food plan. As the weeks progress, I will add and alter based on how I did the week prior. Never, ever, ever beating myself up for what I did not get to or I fell short on. Because ultimately, I'm just working towards a routine and a strategy to better myself. I'm not going to win a prize. 
right? We don't get some sort of certificate for, hey, you completed that goal in the 30-day period. Great for you. Nobody's here handing out cookies, right? If we all were waiting for that prize, then we'd probably have a lot more goals accomplished in reality, right? Who doesn't work towards, you know, a motivation of some sort of prize or, you know, certificate? I don't know, pat on the back. So, Now that I, you know, I said that I want to be accomplished in all my daily tasks, right? But if I put every bit of effort I had into just working out, well, then I wouldn't be able to take care of my daughter, work, run errands, have a life at all. I'd be in the gym for six hours a day. So I have to slowly implement these things each day so that I keep a well-balanced day. For some people like myself, that doesn't always feel like enough. That doesn't feel like I'm hitting my goals because I'm only doing half as much as I think I should be to lose the weight or to create the body that I want. But over time, it creates the routine and the mindset instead of that instant result, which truly creates long-term results. As I keep implementing them, I get better and better at them and it trickles into my daily life and, and the rest of the goals and activities I have for that day. For me, I do despise working out, but when I do work out in the morning after my daughter gets off, you know, to the bus, it sets my mind right for the day and it just fuels the rest of the day. And that's no BS. I hear you all in the background yelling, yeah, yeah, sure, Ash is blowing smoke. I'm serious. When I stay consistent in that routine, I am so much happier and loving my Whatever comes about for that day. I never, um, I truly, truly, when I say I hated working out, I truly did. And I actually, I still do. I really, it's not super enjoyable. You can tell me to go dance around and do some, you know, um, Zumba or maybe lift some weights, do some cardio, go for a walk. Some people, I just, I just not going to love it. Sweating and being hot and feeling gross and, and, and just going at it and feeling sore. And it's just not my jam. It's just not. But I do it because of the post results. I feel set up for the day. I feel accomplished. I'm drinking my collagen. I'm getting it done. It's not on my brain the rest of the day. And it gives me those endorphins and that dopamine that I need to fuel me for work, for my daughter, for whatever comes about the rest of that day. I got my workout in and I feel accomplished, right? So this will continue to create that chain of reactions to complete some other goals I have in mind, like getting all my water in or finding a new hobby like podcasting. Putting myself first when I wake up, no matter how hard I want to hit that snooze or sit on the couch with a cup of coffee while watching Real Housewives with no one crying and whining, being alone in my robe... Oops, okay, so I completely digressed there, but I know ultimately me putting in the work will have a trickle-down effect, okay? So if you take nothing from this, I hope that you got that you, capital Y-O-U, deserve the life that you ultimately are creating. Then I did my job today. If you have any questions on this or need help getting started, you can always shoot me a message Hit me up, email me, we can talk through it. We can help start the process because yes, I'm here and I'm 
chatting in your ear for 20 minutes, but you can always reach out to me. As always, if you like this episode, give me a five-star rating, leave a comment, share it on your social media. I'll holla at you later. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now.